What's up, everyone, and welcome to your destination for the biggest geek news and reactions in movies, TV, comics, and gaming. This week, we give our thoughts on the newest film in the Predator franchise, Prey, as well as go back and re-watch the original classic. All that and more this week, so don't go anywhere, because I'm Chris. And I'm done, and this is Raised a Geek. Let's go! And we are back. Welcome, everyone. Episode 68 of Raised a Geek. I'm Chris, and as always, I'm here with my buddy, Don. How are we doing, man? Chris, what is up today, my friend? Everything is good. Everything is okay on this evening. I can hear the crickets chirping outside here as we're getting ready to record pretty late today. Yeah. Um, Don needed that uh, mid-Saturday nap. I did. <laughs> I needed that little nap head. You know, my nephew was here today playing around and tired me out and falling asleep at seven o'clock. So, yeah, man, it's been a it's been a day, but I am ready here to record with you. Um, one thing that I did do while he was here, I've talked about my nephew a little bit before. He likes superheroes and all that stuff as much as a three year old can. Of course. Um, so in addition to our regular review we do today, I can give you a quick review of the I am Groot um <laughs> shorts that are on disney plus because we watch them all it's about 25 minutes or 30 minutes that's it for this batch of episodes um if you have a child or children who like cute little loud sounds and loud <laughs> la- uh cgi animated little funny characters then this is for them for for people like us i don't remember anything about it it was just it's a cutesy little show but hey, man, it's Marvel. We're completionists. We want to uh, be very comprehensive in our Marvel reviews. So that is a thing that exists. <laughs> it's on Disney Plus. So go out there if you want to watch some Groot. It's available now. Yeah, it sounds. It sounded and looked like it was gonna be like the Angry Birds cartoon. My niece and nephew were over, and we watched a lot of Angry Birds. And I was like, "What is this? What is happening on my TV right now?" It was a lot of just weird noises. <laughs> yeah. A lot of weird noises and weird things and i was like this is really weird when i was when i was a kid i felt like our cartoons had had meaning right now it's just noises and explosions i was like what what's happening but i'm not i'm not gonna lie some of these new cartoons do have like some kick-ass theme songs i don't know oh, why sitting yeah. and watching with my nephew it's like oh man this is the jam listen to like bluey the bluey song or whatever <laughs> uh but yeah I don't know. Groot, Groot's a thing that exists. So go ahead. Watch it. Don's watched it all. MCU. He's he, he a completionist. The team. Completionist all the way. I still got to finish Miss Marvel. Yeah, you'll get there someday. I don't think I will. <laughs> I don't think I will. Like, I don't know. I've kind of now seen the only reason I was watching it just for the mm. little x-men tease and i've seen that now a bunch of different ways so i think you meant because the sound you made was the brady bunch uh <laughs> you sound from the tiki necklace like or the or the old batman <laughs> they'd have the little bat signal go up <laughs> and like the adam west batman yeah. yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about you all i, do. know. I don't know if anybody else does <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if anyone else does. Watch the old Adam West Batman and you'll 
whenever they would do the uh, scene changes there. You'll get it. You'll get it. It happens. It's there. But we got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about dive into prey. It's been the talk of the last week. Everybody's been talking. It's become the most highest rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Take that with for however you want to take it. But it's been one of the highest rated things, um, Predator films out Mm. there. So it's now taken the number one spot, at least according to Rotten Tomatoes. But does it take the number one spot when it comes to the Predator franchise? It's all. It's every, I don't know. We'll see. It's everyone's we'll, opinion. Everyone's <laughs> we'll find out. Well, you'll find out what we think about it here momentarily. Before we get into any all that, we want to make sure that you uh, don't miss anything that we put out there for your entertainment. So make sure you like, subscribe, and follow this podcast, Raised Geek, on all social media and podcast services. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can hit us up over on Twitter and Instagram at Raised Geek, or you can shoot us an email at raisedgeek at gmail.com. We're always looking for those five-star reviews, so let's uh, let's bring some of those in. They really help out the show, and we appreciate everyone who takes that time. And we also appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks, guys. But we are here this week to talk about Prey, which is part of the Predator franchise. Actually, it's the first prequel that they've done. They've done a lot of semi-sequels over the years. They've done weird crossovers with the Alien franchise. They brought it back to all over the place, these movies. And they really haven't been well-received outside of the original Predator movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger back from 1986. And now Prey has come out. And it's gotten a lot of love. I think it's sitting currently with like a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. It has been the talk of, you know, the internet, the geek the internet. Um, As we were talking about before we started recording, I mean, it stole the conversation for any conversation that was going to come out of the movie. Nope. Got completely just swallowed up by Prey, this little movie on Hulu, which probably helped it a lot because people could just turn it on. Yeah. Do you think this movie would have done nearly as well if it would have been released in theaters? I think it would have done all right, but I don't think it would have been as talked about. And this is the, I mean, we'll get into it, but this is the, I think, the double-edged sword for, for studios and directors with this releasing things to streaming instead of theaters. Yeah. Like, on one hand, directors don't like it because you don't make the the big box office um and studio directors and studios don't like it because you're not making the big box office you would have a theater release mm-hmm. but then at the same time with a movie like prey now every single person is knows what that is and is talking about it and it's all over the internet and it's gone viral and it's like a huge success maybe not monetarily because mm-hmm. you're not selling movie tickets but i mean you could now make a prey too and put that in the theaters Right, and the word, and the, word of, and the word of mouth of it would be, you know, through the roof already because Prey, oh, a sequel to Prey, that movie, we all watched that. That was fucking awesome. Uh, so you know, it's got its advantages. You know, as much as people want to downplay streaming first movies or whatever, it can pay off if it's you know a movie everybody wants to talk about afterwards. Right, right. So we're gonna get into all of that. First, I wanted to just talk to you, Don, a little bit about what's your experience with the Predator franchise? Is that something that you've watched a lot of? Have you seen them all? Have you not? Have you just how do you feel about the franchise in general? What was your excitement level going into Prey? 
Yeah, yeah, man. I like Predator as an idea a lot. Now, I have not seen all of them. I have got my couple skips in there. We were talking earlier. I haven't seen the Predators movie or I think even the Predator by Shane Black. Yeah, the last one they did. Yeah, the movie we're going to talk about later in this double feature we're doing here today. The original, I've seen tons of times, seen Predator 2 a bunch of times. And I've seen the um, Alien ones, I think, like a time each. Um, just because of who doesn't want to go see a movie with Predator versus Alien. But, um, yeah. yeah, man, I just, I love the, it's just a fun horror sci-fi kind of franchise that I just always find interesting, you know, an alien hunting, just hunting things. And that's all their, that's their only purpose. Right. That's the only thing they exist for is just to kill and hunt and be like a prime apex predator hunter um something about that is just fun we played the card game alien versus predator i'm sure i'm sure we played it wrong uh all those years ago because like we used to make up our own rules to those old card games but i remember like somebody could be aliens and predators and we even had our one buddy who was like the marines what a loser uh i don't know how we talked him into that one like you got to be the marines i'm predator chris is alien you're the marines it's like, i just okay. got slaughtered by both of you uh but yeah I, I was the predator i remember i had the predator decks um yeah dude it was super fun so i don't know man i, I really i enjoy that and every time something pops up with them it always kind of piques my interests uh like i was telling you earlier i might even check out a new predator comic book that just hit the shelf so yeah man i'm i'm into it how about you what have what has predator meant to you over the years, it's been around since what we've been five years old or something since '87. So, what has it meant to your life? Honestly, it's actually been a big part of my life. Like, it's one of the first. Yeah, I I remember as a kid watching that movie with my dad. Um, we had a we had an edited copy off TV, and I remember sitting and we'd, my dad and I would just always watch it when I was a little kid. And then I remember one time he he was like, "Let's watch Predator." I'm like, "Cool," and he went and grabbed the real version. And it scared the shit out of me because I never, <laughs> oh, I never saw that movie before. Yeah. Um, I was always watching the edited version from TV, which, of course, you know, they used to edit a lot more on TV than they do now. Most um, definitely. And change the words and change. I mean, sentences wouldn't even make sense because they just would throw in, you know, yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon. You're like, who's Mr. <laughs> Falcon? There's no Mr. Falcon in this movie. But that's what Bruce yeah. Willis said in the old uh, TBS version of Die Hard. So. Oh, yeah. I remember sitting there watching this movie for the first time unedited with my dad, just never realizing I never watched it. Cause we always watched the edited tape and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it scared the hell out of me, but it's like it was a whole new experience. It was a whole new experience, but yeah, I've watched the original. I mean, I mean, I can't even count probably how many times I've watched it Oh yeah, uh, over the years and quote it. I mean, I can't tell you how often I quote, anything from predator movie i like how many times i say beyond them trees just, just <laughs> random people you know like i see you but yeah so i've i've always kept the love for that franchise and usually whenever there is a new uh install installment of the franchise i'm always kind of been there i've seen mm. the ones that i could see in theaters i have like Something I love about each version of it, I really don't have a lot of hate to give towards the franchise. Um, there's obviously peaks and valleys and highs and lows, and there's not none of them are all nothing can touch that original. So to me, 
but it was cool to see this idea of prey coming out and seeing this um prequel version of it and taking it down to a little bit more of a low-tech thing was very intriguing so i was definitely excited and then once again excited as well that i could just turn on hulu and watch it so sure I, it kind of made for a an a experience that i don't know if i would have had just because looking at it it was like a prequel and i didn't really know what to expect going into this movie so it definitely helped i still would have went and saw it in theaters i'm sure because i've seen every other one that i could in theaters so predator franchise my jam if i'm gonna pick a franchise coming out of sci-fi that's usually a good go-to for me it's like a it's just a comfort it's Uh a comfort franchise yeah like predator the first predator especially is just one of those movies where if you're flipping around and it's on tv you can just put it on at any part and just watch you have wherever from wherever it is in the film it doesn't matter you can just watch it then till the end just because it feels right it's just yeah. like one of those movies that's a warm blanket that you can just hold against you and know that you're going to feel all right. Um, yeah. And even I, I rewatched it again a couple of days ago for this conversation just Me to fresh in my mind. And I was like, man, yeah, this this just never loses this. This movie just never loses steam in my brain. Like, nope, I can watch this anytime. Yep. It's, it's, it's honestly, yeah. And like I said, we'll talk about it a little bit more, but yeah, Yeah. it's, it's, to me, it's been a solid franchise. And as we, like you said, we watched Prey, we watched Predator. I can guarantee you by the time next week rolls around, I'll probably watch the rest of the series just because I'm going to put them on just because I have a soft spot for all of them. So (laughs) this is, this, this franchise is my jam. So I'm here for it. And I think we are going to dive into what we thought about Prey and the original Predator. Obviously, I think you're going to get some love from us this week, which is good. Love yes. is good. Love is good. So that's love. what we are going to bring. But before we do, we want to make sure you know that this episode of Raise the Geek is sponsored by Anchor.fm. So Prey released on August 5th on Hulu as one of their original films. It was directed by Dan Trachtenberg and stars Amber Midthunder, Dakota Beavers, and Michelle Thrush, as well as a cute little dog that ran around. Um, the movie took place in uh, 1719 in the Great Plains, and our main character, Nehru, was is a young Comanche woman trained as a healer, but dreams of becoming a great hunter like her brother. So enter the Predator. So Don, I know you've watched this movie twice already. I have. I because I think it was kind of your jam. What do you think of Prey, man? Ooh, yeah. Prey, Prey. Gotta pray. P-R-A-Y. Um, <laughs> We're Lord talking about us... P-R-E-Y here. Oh, Lord, let us pray. Um... <laughs> Still the wrong Prey. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought this movie's great. I think this movie's great. I think it's really good, man. I I, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, one of my favorite movies probably I've seen so far this year. And I know I throw that around a lot, but if I really think about it, like, yeah, it probably was one of the better ones. This is theaters, home viewing, whatever you want to say. Uh, I just think it was like so well put together. Um, and we always start off with the time man, these Predator movies are all about one, an hour 40. Like, you cannot right? beat it. It's sweet. You cannot beat that, especially in the day and age when everything's two and a half hours. Um, so that right there is a big selling point. But no, man, they fill that hour 47 with 
just kind of nonstop eyes glued to the screen. Even, even when things are slow, it's still interesting. Um, I think this movie is really well shot. I liked the, the, the scenery and, and where it was filmed clearly in like, you know, like it said, Northern Plains, but somewhere where this would have happened a time period. It was like time period. Correct. So you had mountains and hills and a lot of lush mm-hmm. um, and the shots were just great, dude. Like prestige movie shots. Um, I think that director's David Trachtenberg and he's like 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Um, and a couple other things. But yeah, man, I, I just love the way the movie looked. Um, Amber Mid Thunder was great. Uh, I, I knew her previously from Legion. She was on the show Legion. Mm-hmm. I, for those out there who watched that, she was in there. But uh, yeah, man, she kind of this is like a starring role for her and a star turning role, I should say. I think she's probably going to get a lot more uh, look now in the future because she just kind of she was on the screen almost the entire movie and she kind of owned almost every scene she was in, I would say. Um, yeah, she really did. And she was recently cast in the upcoming adaptation of the last airbender so that'll be a big deal okay i wasn't aware of that but yeah that's that's cool for her and i saw people putting things out like uh of course people always do this and it kind of bothers me but like saying hey at kevin feige like let's cast amber mid thunder as you know laura wolverine skip logan we'll just go straight to laura it's like well not every movie has to just be a test run for somebody's marvel role but I get it. People want to see her in other things. Um, right. And it would be well-deserved if she gets more roles from this. Like I said, she was great. Um, I loved, I liked the predator in this movie a lot. Um, just kind of the differences that, that, that characters had from previous roles. And we'll kind of talk about it when we get into the movie a little bit more, but I don't know. I just like the way he moved. And of course it's 2022. So the predator now can move and do cool things that he couldn't do in in the older films that just makes that his presence on screen even more cool to me um i don't know man i I really just enjoyed it from start to finish so how about you initial thoughts on prey yeah i i enjoyed it as well once again not to mimic what you said but yeah the runtime definitely helped and the fact that it just went and it had action. Um, the effects I thought were a little uh, made for TV. Like they they didn't. There was some stuff. Some of the animals were a little uh, CG. But I was I I tried to look past that and just be like, well, yeah, it is what it is, you know. And just not trying not to allow myself to be like, movie sucks because look at that bear. Um, <laughs> or the you know the birds flying around. I'm like, you had to CGI a bird. Um, but, um, it, it didn't, it took me out of it a little, but I don't, it didn't hurt the movie as a whole. Um, but I liked the, the concept and even going from just the original predator movie, you know, the, the predator was more equipped, technologically equipped and advanced. And that's how it's always been. Like you're always fighting these predators in all, every movie, and they've always just had all of these gadgets and toys and gizmos. And this one, yes, you had that, but I just liked seeing it like leveled down to match because that was one of the biggest things I was thinking about when seeing the initial trailer and stuff. I'm like, okay, so a predator going up against, you know, this Native American Comanche 
How are they gonna stand? How are they gonna stand a chance? I'm like, yeah. How is she gonna stand a chance with axes and bows and arrows against a fucking predator? And then now, then watching it and seeing that the predator was also like old, olden times. It was kind of uh, really cool. It was a cool way to level the playing field. Right, because yeah. And we'll get back to some of those things you said. So, I mean, it sounds like you enjoyed it too. I 100% enjoyed the movie. Okay, good. Because um, I think it deserves to be enjoyed. But I agree with you that the Predator kind of being leveled down to their level is a cool touch that you have to think about a little bit. Because if you look at that Predator, you can just judge it 100% off their masks they wear. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the first Predator movie, it's like an advanced metal you know, clearly made mask. And in this well, mask or helmet, however you want to call it, is like something made of bone yeah. or, you know, it was made out of bone. So that shows even from 17, whatever, up until 1987, when I guess was the year of that movie too. Well, no, it's just, I don't know what year the first Predator was supposed to take place. It's cl- It's like clearly in the 21st century or 20th century. Um yeah. So hundreds of years have passed since Prey. Yes. It's it's good to see that, th- like the predators had to come from somewhere too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they were learning. Like the predator and Prey had that little shield that popped up, made out of just you know, so he could block things. The predator and the original predator didn't have that. They'd move beyond that. Yeah. So it, it that's yeah that's a good point. I like seeing that. Yeah. It. it- made the movie worth it because that was one of the things that like i said i struggled with that just the idea of the concept because of course they didn't show a lot of that stuff off so seeing i'm like well predators got missiles and shit how 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 is she going to stand a chance so it was really cool to see her be able to make it seem like a fair fight that's something i think the predator franchise has always done a decent job with is i know it can always it's always been outside of the original movie which was the most macho movie probably that's ever been filmed Uh every other one has had questionable choices casting choices you know you predator 2 they're like you go from arnold schwarzenegger to danny glover and that's i mean that's a hard thing to take and then you go from that to adrian brody that's almost harder to take you know Olivia mm-hmm. Munn. Like, I mean, you you look at the casting for some of these movies and who they have go up against the Predator. It's always been kind of questionable, but then they always feel like they make it work. And this is no different. Yeah. And I think people just got into their minds somewhere after the first movie that the only people who could go up against the Predator, some huge jacked up soldiers when, you know, how many times are you going to remake that movie, though? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm glad that they didn't try to recreate it or reboot it. They've tried to do something different Yeah, with the concept. There's people out there complaining like, how is a predator going to fight, you know, a group of trained Marines and now you got them just fighting one woman? Well, first of all, that's sexist. And and like after that, though, it's how many times do you like I said, how many times do you want the same movie? Um, unless he's fighting, unless the predator is going against Arnold Schwarzenegger, like it can't be believable. It's already an alien, um, right? Fighting people, so you can suspend your belief for a little bit, idiot. Well, and I'm sorry, but the watching this movie, uh, Schwarzenegger's crew would have just destroyed this predator. <laughs> I mean, he still had the cloaking technology, you know. Yeah, I know. But that's I mean, of, he's, that's I mean, the whole thing that, done, that's but... kind of the whole thing that 
did them away in the first movie. If they could see him the whole time, yeah, they would have killed him, but they couldn't never they couldn't see him. True. Uh, until That's the true. End. That's true. Fine, fine. I'm just looking at that crew. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, like eh, I feel like they would have got a couple crew. good shots in. Mm-hmm. Carl Weathers, yeah, Bill Duke. Come on. It's Jesse possible. Ventura. Yeah. He ain't so got time had, to bleed. So you had an issue with the animals, huh? Uh, it just was it was just you could just tell the CG. Sometimes when you you see the CG, then it pulls you out of it for a second. But see, I, I I feel like the Hollywood still hasn't gotten CGI animals perfectly. Yeah, for anything really, they always kind of look like that. And just the situations they have the animals in this movie doing. I saw people saying this on Twitter, like kind of complaining about the CGI bears. Like, you want a real bear in there to doing all that stuff? Like, what's a real a real bear's not yeah. having a fight scene with a predator? So it's gonna be uh, a CGI. I mean, right. the predator CGI. Damn it! Uh, but I know. No, yeah, and and I liked the fact that they had the animals doing stuff. I mean, one of the coolest things idea for this movie was that they dropped this, the predators dropped this predator off on this, on this planet to basically find the toughest prey. Mm-hmm. Go find a challenge. And I loved that it was hunting and it, I love that they did the progression of like, Hey, well, I'm going to watch this, you know, this uh, coyote chasing a uh, rabbit. Yep. Coyote one. Well, even the first one was the rattlesnake. Oh yeah, the rattlesnake and yeah, exactly the rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. But it's just it just kind of like you said, it went up the evolutionary ladder, the food chain ladder of planet Earth, you know. And you went small, and it just kind of went after each one until it found a challenge, and it was kind of awesome. And watching it, like I said, fight a wolf and fight. I mean, I'm sorry, the predator and the bear was awesome, even with the CGI bear. That was that yeah, was badass. That shit was great. I yeah. love that scene. That was yeah, fantastic. I love that scene. Uh, yeah, that just like that predator, like holding the bear up over its head and just like cracking it open and drinking its blood. I was like, what is happening right now? Yeah, uh, that was and awesome. And that was an awesome way to show like for her to see the predator the first time as it was covered in a bear's blood as it was holding it up and invisible. That was awesome. Yeah, most definitely. And like, I know we're not talking about the original predator yet, but you can't help it sometimes but like the way they discovered the predator in that movie just you go back and look and it's kind of like hard harder to believe eventually they're just like yes there's a creature in the woods but in this movie like the thing's right in front of her face like yeah you there's no way to deny what she's seeing with her own eyes and and she gave a hell of a performance there just like the facial expressions like this is what a person would look like if they saw this happening in front of them an, an invisible giant creature um totally destroying a grizzly bear in front of her eyes well so and, and you have to like there's a different culture aspect in that too because native americans obviously had the stories and they had their own you know versions right. of things and their own spirits and leaders and a lot of you know gods and stuff that would a predator could easily be one of those things too you know so it was like kind of almost tying back into she wasn't as afraid of it she wasn't afraid of it in the way like we were or even schwarzenegger's crew was she thought she knew what it was like she looked at it and was like oh my god it's you know this i can't remember what she thought it was called but she she called it something because the, the one of the 
guys from like her brother's group was antagonizing her about calling it a monster from a children's story or something. Yeah. You know? Um, so it was like they were tied it, it tied to their culture and she looked at it and was like, oh my God, this is what this is. And that was just mm-hmm. a really cool touch. You know, like I said, the historical accuracy that they went for with this movie and uh, the just the details that they put into it across the board from the Easter eggs to the original plus to the fact that and I know we talked about this before, but I mean, they it looks like they actually filmed this movie in English and Comanche. So I think we can I think you can actually go. I haven't tried it, but I think you can go on Hulu. And I really think that the dub is different because it says that they filmed with both all English and all Comanche language versions of the screenplay being shot. Hmm. So I, they might have had, they might yeah. have an actual Comanche version. I know they have like the dub, but I don't know if the actors are actually speaking it or if it's just a voiceover. Yeah, that's cool. We'll have to that look on more. us. We'll, we'll I'm going to check as soon as we're done recording, but yeah, we'll have to look more into that. Uh, uh, but like I said, those details and just, it's awesome when they put that effort into it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. I just... A lot of great things to love about this movie. I love the way Predator, the Predator, the action sequences with the Predator. Now, say as much as you will about the older ones. The, the, we're just, and this is just a product of it being 2022 and not 1987, but just the way that the Predator in this movie could move. Oh, yeah. And just like he's swinging swords around and putting hatchets into people's head and jumping from tree to tree and doing like, you know, parkour up and down these things. Just mm-hmm. Like, dude, this is so awesome. And you, how far that the predator has come as just a horror icon franchise. Just like, I, I don't know, man, something about those scenes where he's fighting all those Englishmen who I loved just seeing him brutalize those guys and just like take them down one by one. Yeah. Uh, just the action in this movie was great to me. Like, blockbuster level i think action um and i really enjoyed it yeah it had a good ramp good ramping up like every scene was bigger Mm -hmm. which is what you want you know you don't want to feel like oh it's just the same thing over and over again and they i thought they built really nice the action um i loved the um callback to the pistol you know that the frenchman came in with the pistol and that's the pistol from predator 2 and that's awesome Mm -hmm and uh how, how many how many centuries did this pistol survive you know what i mean right because uh, yeah 1990 i think was predator 2 or 90 yeah, yeah. i think it was 90 and uh that was what that i mean that's the most 90s movie if you want to watch a 90s movie go watch predator 2 like everything about that movie is not the 90s most definitely but yeah this pistol's been around for 200 almost 300 years cool yeah that's just i mean it's just kind of cool to know where it came from you know and just yeah. see that moment of how it got there i mean it, they obviously didn't need to do that but it was cool that they were able to uh they also had the, they also had the brother say the line of uh if it bleeds we can kill it which like as cheesy as it is that's still cool to be like okay i see you nice nice little nice little touch there it's still uh, a cool line all right um, now how did you feel about you know her or them going a little different with the body heat and going like herbs she could eat some flowers and drop her body temperature enough to not be seen by the predator i will say that i am glad that they didn't just do a mud thing again yeah 
because it seemed like that's the route they were going to go because there is that scene in there where she's covered in mud 100 and then she climbs out and cleans herself up and i thought maybe she would figure out that you know being covered in mud would be a way to cloak herself yeah um so i don't mind it it makes it kind of gives it a new spin yeah on on covering your body temperature um and it just made her seem like smarter how she could figure it out let's face it the only way you can ever beat a predator is to outsmart it anyway you have to be smarter than it the only i mean arnold schwarzenegger sitting there doing home alone traps with spears and she's <laughs> doing the same thing you know and you oh, got to yeah. figure out a way to mask yourself so uh i thought it was a way to kind of do the same thing but in a different way that wasn't just like okay here comes the mud again you know what i mean yeah so uh i didn't really have too big of an issue with that no it was cool it it i thought it was clever i don't know once again the historical accuracy if there are oh, yeah. flowers that you can eat that I mean, does that or not or if that's movie magic totally made up for the movie who knows yeah i don't i don't know once again didn't look that up bad podcast host Here's a more important question. What did you think of the real star of this movie, that dog? That dog was awesome. And I heard that that dog wasn't supposed to be in nearly as much of that movie as it ended up being in. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Amber Midthunder said that dog was like a, a whirlwind on set, sometimes like hard to work with, which you got to assume animals sometimes, you know, they're very yeah. unpredictable. And and I feel I feel for people who have to act with animals all the time because yes they can do whatever the hell they want they're dogs yeah, but uh yeah. that dog was awesome in this movie and i oh, yeah. i don't know how long each scene took with the dog it could have took a really long time because it's a dog but yeah, yeah dude, that dog was great love that yeah 100 because uh even the dog was kind of fighting the bear chasing the bear down and doing stuff that was super cool right that yeah. was uh a fun little thing that they added in that just it just like I said, everything about this movie was just fun. Yeah, man. And I just, I like, I don't know, we talked about it a little bit too, but I just like anything indigenous with Native American, like, kind of movies. For some reason, it's just like a soft spot for me that I feel like I'm going to enjoy. Even like playing video games, like we've talked about Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2 and the Native American parts um, of those games. I always liked, I don't know, just like I said, something calming about it. And usually that like, media always ends up being a little bit more thought provoking or like I said there always that tends to be a little bit more to it and it's not loud and it is i can i could see what you're talking about because yeah whenever yeah. i watch anything and there is like native american parts or things and i mean even like that amc has that new show dark winds and Which the trailers cool. yeah yeah it looks really cool and the trailers that i've watched and stuff seem like it's just has mm -hmm. that little bit like quieter and noble yeah. you know it just has a different vibe which is cool yeah so 100 agree with all, that all that together man like like we've been saying it's a love fest here for prey i think it's i think it was a great movie and i liked it enough i watched it twice in like a, a two or two week span that usually doesn't happen so uh yeah. two two thumbs up for me for prey yeah. i need need to watch it again i I said, had my wife out there watching it, finishing it. She did fall asleep, but she's been, you know, fighting COVID. So you know, there you go. that happens. But so she's finishing that up now. Um, so watching the end a little bit before we started recording. But yes, I'm kind of down to watch it again. Now, Don, you also watched Predator. Mm. 
because you did. felt that pull and we wanted to talk a little bit about it. And I think we've already said it a million times. <laughs> Predators like a classic. Yeah. I mean, to me, you go back to those 80s, 90s, kind of this genre of films. You got this franchise and Alien and Terminator and there's so many different things like Predator to me is just my favorite one of them. I think they were just going single movie. Mm -hmm. um, just that era. When you talk about that group of kind of things, I think Predator from 1987, that's the year it came out, right? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. I think that's just my favorite one still to this day, still can watch it anytime. Like we just talked about. Um, I mean, what more do you want, man? It's, it's, uh, team of Marines in the jungle fighting an alien who's killing them. And it's got Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers. I mean, get the fuck out of here. How could you go? I know. Um, <laughs> uh, giant guns and shooting and action sequences and suspense. And like, there's horror to it. Um, yeah, dude. I it's just... one of, it's just an outstanding movie. And yeah, we were talking about it last night. It's like one of the most macho movies ever. Oh yeah. It's just, there's, I think it, there's only one woman in the entire movie. So, <laughs> yeah. And they tried to follow that trend because I think in the other ones, they did something similar to that um, as well. But yeah, man, I've, I've been on a predator kick, want, ready to watch more. That was my go-to even before we said that's what we were going to do. And we wanted to talk a little bit about it. I was already watching predator after watching prey the next day, watch prey on Friday. And then Saturday morning, I'm putting on predator. I know, I know two and predators and realistically the predator. I need to watch that one again. That was from 2018. And I hadn't, I saw that we went and saw that in theaters and I don't think I've watched it again. Mm-hmm. So I know I'd really like to watch that one again, but I really enjoy, like I said, Predator 2, I have a soft spot for, for whatever reason. Um, it does have my favorite movie line of all time in Predator 2. So I think that there's a soft spot in that too, because I love Danny Glover at the end of that movie after he finally kills the Predator. And then he's on the ship. Spoilers. It's, it's 1990. <laughs> it's been 30 years. I think it's all right. Um, he finally, you know, all these other predators come walking out and Danny Glover's standing there and he just throws up his hands and he goes, all right, who's next? And it's just badass. And I love that line of the movie and his delivery. And it just makes that movie for me. But um, like I said, I know that the, a lot of the later installments and even as we were talking about with Prey, just get a lot of hate or a mm. lot of, oh, this isn't believable or this. But I mean, I really think it's one of the more solid sci-fi franchises out there. Yeah, sometimes you just don't care what other people say about films that you think are great. And that's, I think, that kind of falls in this category. But Predator 1, which yes. we're here talking about, does not really get that hate. I think that's a beloved movie mostly across the board, I would say. No, it's, it's like almost a perfect movie like so, to a lot well, of people. What makes it a perfect movie to you? What do you really just like break it down? What do you like about that movie so much that keeps you coming back to it? Well, one, as I as I said when in the beginning when we were talking, I do think for me, there's a nostalgia thing because I remember sitting and watching it with my dad and mm -hmm. it was just a thing that we would always watch all the time. I mean, even as I grew up and got older, we'd still be able to sit and watch Predator. I remember going to the movie theater by myself to see Predators and I saw a dad and his little kids son 
watching that movie and i was like yes you know like because that's what i felt so i do think that there's an building memories thing. but i think ultimately the reason that the movie is there is like he's like we've kind of alluded to and talked about i think you have the cast it's that macho 80s especially because they don't make movies like that anymore you know i mean they tried a little bit with the expendables and i mean they try but it's just something about just that perfect storm of the sci-fi the creature uh going up against these big buff marines that you feel feel like they shouldn't stand a chance the creature shouldn't really stand a chance against these and to watch them kind of get humbled and just like said it's just this layering of the story and uh they go in for a whole other reason which as a kid i never understood anything about the gorillas or any of that stuff all that stuff went over my head because i didn't know what a gorilla war fighter was but i mean it was just mm -hmm. so especially as a kid watching it it's just so colorful and loud and just badass man i it's hard to describe and once again i think i have a nostalgia goggles with with it to a point but we all can't have that right <laughs> i mean like it's praised as being one of like the best movies coming out of the 80s right i feel like it is and deservedly so uh no i was just curious to like you know because it's easy to say a movie is your favorite but then if you really think about why you have to come up with the actual reasons why it's like oh yeah these are the real reasons um i agree with pretty much everything you said it's like peak schwarzenegger too yeah it's like there's just an era of schwarzenegger movies that you go to you know the terminator movies running man all the you know total recall and predators right in there is like top five schwarzenegger you can make a whole category and talk about schwarzenegger all day but um for as far as like he's the best action hero the 90s ever saw so when another one of his comes out like dude you can't beat a schwarzenegger movie uh that's action in the early late 80s early 90s you know what i'm saying oh 100 um, percent yeah I think even just the story structure of it you know the, the fact that you had these big buff marines go in there with all of their weapons and you said it when we were talking about prey but i mean they went in there with all their weapons you're like oh this creature this alien they're they're just gonna mop the floor with it and then to watch them get humbled by it to then watch schwarzenegger have to like run and hide and then go old school with the like you like you put it home alone traps to actually <laughs> yeah. get it like just that circle that storytelling that you know it really was questionable and then i think it does have that idea as you just said with schwarzenegger being like the biggest action star seeing him in trouble like mm. that's just something you never you didn't really see him in trouble at that time not, so it's not in that way no not in that way so seeing him up against something that just could almost have his number was definitely mm. interesting and even when you look at like the poster and you look at everything it was just like you know the predators looking for prey it found schwarzenegger like i mean it was like it wasn't talking about his character it was like they were billing this as this alien is fighting arnold schwarzenegger like right. it just it was it's just hype man yeah yeah absolutely and you still feel that to this day like being a top schwarzenegger film and you just know you feel like that's what you're watching it just takes you back to a place but like even beyond the nostalgia i think it's just a good it's just a good movie and i mean you can't you can't judge it on the same level that that's why it's so hard to compare when people say well is is prey better than predator but they're they're different they're they're too different in too many ways to actually say 
to me which one is better yeah like i liked prey a lot but it could just do so much more than what predator could do yes um visually and just you know movement wise there wasn't there wasn't vfx and cgi in the same way there is so it's hard to compare of course the scenes in prey where they the predator is fighting this girl are going to be more exciting and more like you know action-packed yeah, because yeah. just look at the way it can look nowadays yeah it's like the but, star wars movies you know the old yeah. lightsaber duels were kind of boring compared to what they do now exactly but you kind of gotta look past that and just be like man when that thing took off its mask and him and arnold Schwarzenegger were fighting like that was fun i don't care that it was just like or whatever and you know uh they weren't having a real fight fight but it was just i don't know great and exciting and uh i don't know dude good movie yo it's it's one of my favorites man you can't get past how cool how cool the team of marines like the ragtag oh the uh, cast yeah the cast cast in that movie is insane it's fantastic you got jesse ventura and bill duke and all these guys and shane black who later went on to direct the predator so he came like full circle Mm -hmm. uh just that group of dudes i don't know why that Carl group Weathers, apollo creed you know like exactly. coming off of rocky and then throwing apollo creed in there like yeah. it's a who's who of just like 80s macho dudes man no yeah I, I that's like that that they might win the award for best crew like best 80s action crew of yeah, any yeah. of any movie i'm i'm serious i'll put it yeah. i'll put them up against almost anything yeah, I don't think there was a, a better group of people they could put together. And if you look and what's crazy, if you go watch some like stories or find some videos on YouTube talking about the making of this movie, it was crazy to know that like Jean-Claude Van Damme was originally the predator. Oh, yeah. Um, but then he ended up being too small and it just he he was complaining about it being hot because they were in the jungle filming <laughs> in like the summer. And there's all these crazy stories of Van Damme being in this movie with Schwarzenegger. Just that idea is just, you know, obviously it was before Van Damme was anything, but it's just is kind of crazy just to even hear the making of this movie and how this movie even got made is insane. But it might it might even be on that. I think they might have done Predator in that, like uh, the films that made us on Netflix possible have to go check it out that would have been hilarious though if he was the predator just because he is smaller than arnold schwarzenegger so seeing arnold schwarzenegger fight like a little alien that's shorter than him would have just been like come on um (laughs) i know like a fun fact from this that movie is though that you know the predator was played by i think his name was kevin peter hall uh and so i looked i looked at that guy and he's like you know a seven foot two dude um who coincidentally also played harry from harry and the hendersons so every time you watch harry and the hendersons you can be like that's the predator in there john that's lithgow awesome. uh, <laughs> it is awesome i think he was also harry in like the first season of the tv show but uh yeah he had a few different roles like that but that's just oh, interesting fun fact he died though he did he did at some that's point kind of a, yeah at 35 that's crazy oh was it that young hmm. yeah Yes, he he died at 35. So he was only active from till 1991. So that's yeah, crazy. But yeah, he was, he was Harry and the Henderson. He was also the Predator in Predator 2. Or um, yeah, he played the Predator also in that film. Really? Okay. And he was in Night Court. There you go. Oh, yeah, he was. He reprised the role. 
Yeah, I got to watch Predator 2 now. I, I told you, I this week is just going to be Predator movies. I just see myself watching all of them. You might not be alone. We might have to bust out that Predator game. Uh, see how much that is. We we tried it. Remember when? It, oh, the Predator video game. Yeah, they they gave it to us. Did you get it when it was free? I don't know. I might have. They, they gave it to us for PS Plus. Ugh, I'll have to go check. Hope you grabbed it, because yeah, I can. I I'd be down to play it non beta. We played the beta, and it betas are rough. Always, betas are always rough. They really, really, really are. But we loved these movies, and I think that that's. I don't think we got much more to say about it. No, nah, man. I I mean, I love I love Predator. I loved Prey. And I'm glad we didn't go down too much of a road of like com- trying to compare them. Like, which one's better? Because you don't have to do that. They can just both be good movies and in there, you know, exist separately, but also together as part of the same world. Um, 100%. Like, and if you try to, if I tried to rank these movies, I don't know how high Prey would actually be because I have my own reasons for all these other movies, but it still doesn't take anything away from this movie because I, I like I said, overall love this franchise as mm-hmm. a whole. So even if I put it as the third or fourth best movie in the franchise, it's still damn good to me. So, right. Cause you love them all. And that's, yeah. that's okay. It's okay to just love things and not have to, you know, break them down and say why it's not as good as other things just let's just love them all so yeah man i think that's what kind of the road we're headed down here with predators so i'm glad i watched it i'm glad we got to talk about it um and uh, interested to see if they come out with a sequel hopefully they do because i more predator is good well i don't think i could say it any better and i don't think there's a better way to end this conversation talking about prey and predator but we want to know what you thought of prey what you think of the predator franchise so make sure you hit us up join the conversation you can hit us over on twitter and instagram at raise the geek you can shoot us an email at raise the geek at gmail.com um, we also want you guys like I said in the beginning make sure you guys are hitting us up with those reviews those five star reviews help out the show a lot so definitely anything that you could do out there for us we appreciate it and you quite a bit But I think that's going to do it for us this week. So for Raise the Geek, I'm Chris. And I'm Don. And thanks for checking out the show. Where geek is all we speak.